The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now, here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. I'm calling the angels down. I'm storming the gates of hell. Tell the devil he don't own my soul. I'm taking back what the enemy stole. All right, good afternoon. I'm Mac McCoy, and this is The View from a Pew. It's uh, our series on taking it all back. Uh, My guest today is Pastor Greg Yehan, and he is the pastor at Craig Alder Grove Parish. I did that right? And uh, he's been on several times before, and I've even been up to his community and spoke, so it's nice to have... uh, Greg, back on here. You're only the third guy to do this show. So we appreciate you being here. Glad to be here. Thank you, Mac. We, we still do our regular, what does the Bible say about blank? And so we have a couple different pastors that are um, a part of that. And we're still going to do the Take It All Back, which basically is a program... I don't want to get unbiblical here because I know I I really can't fight Satan. I can't fight him without the Holy Spirit, and I've got to be very careful. But I think it's time that we as Christians start taking back some of the stuff he's stolen from us. And we've talked about uh, uh, sexual sexual morality of especially our kids. We've talked about uh, taking back our churches— which means let the church on this block be the church they want to be and let the church on the next block or wherever it is, let them be what they want to be. You know, Jesus came here and made us all one race, and that's the human race, but there are things within us that we appreciate more than others. I know that my uh, producer, Garth, is the AV guy at a huge church here in town, and so the music there is such a big deal. And then there's another pastor that I have on, Gary Hutchins. They don't have any music. They sing, but it's a cappella. So they don't have organists or drums or anything like that. So, you know, maybe we've lost our ability to worship because there's so much public criticism about what a church is today and who do they serve and who do they not serve? Who don't they allow to do this and that? Uh, we got to hold the banner high with the power of the Holy Ghost and you and I got to take back what the enemy stole. And today, we're talking about peace. Peace. And when you say peace, you're talking about that inner peace. That's correct. In fact, the way the Bible uses the word peace, especially in the Old Testament, the Old Testament Hebrew word shalom, yep. it goes a lot further than uh, the, the type of peace that you hear about um, in some kind of... In, in many contexts today. I mean, today you hear, you know, you hear people holding up a couple fingers and saying peace and yeah. things like that. That That's not what the Bible means. Um, especially, again, back to the Old Testament, 
there's a lot wrapped up in the term shalom. It's more the deep down inner peace that comes with knowing that you're in God's hands, that knowing that the things you go through uh, are, are still, that he's still watching you every step of the way, and he still has a plan for you. He still loves you. It, it's more a sense of security. Pastor Greg Gahan is my guest today. He's with Craig Elder Alder, Grove Parish in uh, Craig, Nebraska. Um, services are 10 o'clock on Sunday. He's been with me several times. Usually you bring one of your rugrats. I miss him here this time. <laughs> are they in school probably and all that? All three of them are in school, yes. Yeah, all right. And you, did, who are they again? What are their names? Uh, my oldest, Elijah, is a junior. I love that name. Naomi is a freshman, and Hannah is a third grader. Wow, great names. Thank you. All right, so we are going to do about two or three programs today. We'll take a break and then come back and start again. So if you're listening to us or watching us live, just hang in there. You may need to reset your computer, you know, that little circle up on the left-hand corner, which kind of resets it. But we'll probably be on with two or three segments today, and we appreciate it. Now, your uh, comments are the most important to me. And we don't take live calls on this radio station, but I do want to hear from you through email. And so you can email me at Mac, M-A-C, like macaroni, at The View from a Pew. Remember, we're doing a special series on and off that is taking back what the enemy stole. But it's under the view from a pew. So when you go to our podcast sites or you go to YouTube or now you can go to Roku, you'll want to put in find or search, I guess, the view from a pew. And then we have that regular sessions that we carry, which we call What Does the Bible Say About Blank? And then on Wednesdays, we always have Theo, my buddy Theo, who's an alumni of the Dallas Theological Seminar, and we are in our, we're in our second year of doing a weekly Bible study, and we call it the Roman Road. So that's what's up for us today. We appreciate you listening. So when you say peace, one of the words that I learned years ago, and I love it, and it's called Macarios. And it's M-A-C-K, or maybe it's M-A-K-I-R-O-U-S. Macarios. And you got to roll that, that R, you know. And what that means in Greek is uh, the never-ending the never love of God. And then they, they uh, qualify that as being joy. So it's holding on to God's everlasting joy. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about here today because you can be unhappy one day. You can be angry one day. But hopefully because of our relationship with Christ, we always stay peaceful. Yes, that's true. Because life is full of ups and downs. And today, um, if you look at the uh, 14th chapter of John, John 14, uh, Jesus is talking with his disciples about some of the 
some of the things that were about to happen to him. Yeah, this is where, this is where, this is right after, I think, tell me, that uh, he tells Peter he's going to deny him. Um, Judas has already betrayed him, uh, but he has yet to get on the donkey and ride into Jerusalem. That sounds about right. He he, he knew what was going to happen. In fact, um, they, oh, I might might be a little mixed up with my timeline. It seems like they were about to go to the Garden of Gethsemane by this point. Uh, but he knew very well what was going to happen to him. Um, but nonetheless, he was still at peace about it. And um, in fact, he tells them that you should be at peace. He says, peace be with you. But they still had a hard time with it. And that's understandable uh, because they had devoted their entire lives to him for the past three years. And suddenly he was saying that he's going away. He's, he's going and he wouldn't really, I mean, he tried to tell them, you know, um, a little bit about what was to come, but it was hard for them to accept. Yeah, you're exactly right, Pastor. Uh, 14 is uh, Jesus comforts his disciples. And do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. And this is one of my favorite uh, couple of verses. In my Father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have to tell you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and take you with me... no. And I go to prepare a place for you. I will come back and take you with me, and you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. The reason I, th I think that's an interesting set of verses is, where am I when Jesus comes to get me from where he is? Well, you know, wherever we are here in our daily lives— chances are there's something weighing us down, yeah. um, whether it be um, a big bill that we have to pay or a struggle that uh, we ourselves or, our, or a family member of some kind is having. Uh, there's always going to be something weighing us down. That is really just the reality of living in a fallen world, because there are so many things that could drag us down. There's a lot of things that would distract us from our faith in God. And that takes away that peace that we need to always have with us. Yes. Now, it said um, he goes to his father's house. I'm going to prepare a place for you, and then I'm going to come back, and I will take you back with me. That's so comforting to know that Jesus has already kind of given us a place to live in his mind. I mean, he's... He's prepared that place for us. Yes, he's prepared us a place in heaven. He's prepared us a place that is really beyond our wildest imaginations because whatever it is we're going through here on earth, even if, even if we love our lives, even if everything about our lives seems great, it's going to be better on the other side of eternity. He has so much more for us in store than we could ever imagine. He has so much wonder. And, and we could, I mean, the Bible tells us a few things about 
uh, what to expect in heaven, especially if you read, uh, you know, towards the end. But even at that, uh, we can barely begin to imagine what, yeah, we, what I, we have. I saw a meme the other day on social media that said, uh, this life is the only hell we'll ever know. Yes, yes. Once we get to heaven, and I'm very comforted by the fact that uh, there will be no sadness, there will be no tears. My grandma is not up there looking down at me right now because she wouldn't be a happy camper. <laughs> um, and that, that used to really bother me. Yeah. My grandma was kind of the, the link to me and Jesus, uh, even though I really didn't have a relationship with him yet. But when I discovered that um, once you leave this place, however you leave it and where you go, they have no idea what's happening down here. And, of course, all the angel shows and, you know, on TV with Little Joe and all those, they, they give you the idea that's not the way it is. <laughs> but it goes to what you're talking about, and that is peace. Now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, would you mind listing for me some of the places that Satan has taken away from us that gave us peace? Or places that should give us peace but because of his actions in our lives, we don't always feel that peace. Pastor Greg Gahan from the Craig Alder Grove Parish up in uh, North Nebraska. Parish, uh, it's the t uh, 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings, and you're listening to Taking It All Back, Taking It All Back from What the Enemy Stole From Us. And we're coming back here in just a few minutes. Before we uh, come back, I do want to tell you about DivineTruthChristian.com. It is a website that has anything and everything you'd ever want from a Christian store. And when you pick it out and you call them and you tell them what you want, you're actually talking to one of the family members that own Divine Truth Christian Store. Divine Truth Christian Store. 